morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> you serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Let's do this, Chuck. Without further delay, let's get to it. 12.07, let's do a broadcast. Let's watch a little Loyola basketball. Get fired up for the Valley. Now, here we go. First of all, you have sessions for Arch Madness. So this first game, Loyola, minus seven, minus seven and a half, taking on a tired. Think about this if you're Valpo. Valpo finished their game last night around 8 p.m. Central Time. They're tipping around noon. They have 16 hours of rest before they have to play a basketball game again. However, I call this the JV game because, of course, around 235 is the varsity game. That's the Bradley University versus Missouri State. Hey, Charlie, I noticed on the preps when you showed some JV. (laughs) Oh, too soon. That may have have actually... Listen, that's never (laughs) happened. Listen, I just want everyone listening. It's never happened that on the Fox 2 prep zone we accidentally... Showed a JV game because the photographer couldn't tell the difference. That never <laughs> happened. I promise you that was another station. It was probably Channel 4 or Channel 5. Hey, hey Charlie, I was watching a prep zone, and those those kids look real young, and there's a reason. You should. <sighs> I actually thought that. Not, wait, not me, because it wasn't on Fox 2. Sometimes I, I watch the TV, and I go, man, those kids looked little. They're getting younger every week. Well, actually, that's the C team. Anyway. Welcome aboard. Coming at hour brought to you by Appliance Discounters. You can find them all around town. You know what they are, Chuck? They are the varsity team. 100%. When it comes to appliances, no messing around. Go straight to the varsity. John, Denise, Tony, they're running a varsity program there. I've said that too many times. Now I'm annoyed with myself. Theappliancediscounters.com is the website, but even better, get in your car, stop by any of their six locations, St. Charles, South County, Baldwin. Webster Groves, City of St. Louis, and in Fairview Heights, Illinois, Albert Bell stops by. He gets all of his appliances at the Fairview Heights location. That just came back to me, and I apologize. Theappliancediscounter.com. GE Frigidaire. Oh, you're not going to be able to get it confirmed. It's confirmed. Two sources. Two sources. Text We're good with People it. texted in. One saying they looked up the St. Clair County records and did not find an Albert Bell in it. But. He's got a, Hold got on. a fake one. name. Fake Hold on. Name. Are you telling me you don't trust the Freeburg Midget? No, is that what you're trying to tell me? Little person. Whose idiots are back to talk about Albert Pelican? No, I was talking about me? appliance <laughs> discounters. We love them. Go see them for all your appliance needs. Also, Fast Eddie's doors are open right now, Charlie. Go in there. Watch a little Valley basketball. Have a little half-pound Fat Eddie burger. Peel and eat shrimp. You pick. You want 10 shrimp? You want 30 shrimp? You decide. Hold on. Let's make a deal then because you just said go to Fast Eddie's. I promise you right now. I will drive right to Fast Eddie's if you do the shows tonight on Fox 2. Deal? Wow. 
There you go. Let's see. Hold on. Let me think Support about the sponsor. God, Chuck's a, in a bartering mood. Today. Support the Look sponsor. That is a great. No, you just threw it out there. So that is a great offer for me. So let's talk about it. Hey, honey, I know we were going to eat dinner and hang out, but I think I'm going to do the 5, the 6, the 7, the 9, the 10, the 11, and morning sports. Chuck, it's Friday during Lent. Let's see. And he gets to go peel and eat shrimp. Lenten treats. <laughs> for my non-Catholic friends, get yourself a Brantwurst. Stop by. Eddie's there hanging. Eddie is the mascot at Fast Eddie's. Check it out in the back of the room. It really is like an old Route 66 hangout, the motorcycle and back. Didn't even know that was there. There's all sorts of cool memorabilia. It's a great place just to kind of wander around. Doors open at 11. <sighs> I've been thinking about Chuck. So I think I'm going to pass. Oh, oh no, wow. I, I think it's a great offer. Shocking. And it would be an opportunity for me on a Friday to host the prep zone. Is Jumpin' Jim in tonight? Jumpin' Jim very well might be in, and I'll check on that. Oh, I kind of wow. take things. Listen. Wow. Well, Slew's on the road. So Earl, who's so, one of our So Earl is on the road, so I'm guessing Jim, yes, is in. However, we have Zach Choate down in Springfield for the uh, the prep state championships coming up this week. And Vishan with the huge win yesterday, Luther and North girls. But yeah. I take things one show at a time. Right now, Good for you. I'm so focused on radio. Good for you. I don't even think about that stuff till afterwards. I think Vashon's what about an eight point favorite down there? <laughs> I would say probably more like eleven. Have 11? you ever put a single bet on a high school basketball? No. Game, First of all, even just like hey, I bet you this team. Chuck's wins. answer is yes. Mine is no. First of all, no. <laughs> but can you actually gamble on high school basketball? Get in touch with me if you can, because I haven't uh, <laughs> found any direct sites. direct message, Charlie. <laughs> if you're able to gamble on prep sports, you loser. All right, hey, Fast Eddie's opens at eleven. They're open seven days a week. Great spot for lunch happy hour grab a f- couple of folks from the office head over turn it into an impromptu office party let's Get take together. the first thursday of the tournament off and just go to fast eddie's and just spend all day there i might do that with y'all fast eddie's in alton illinois the bonaire the tradition continues fun and food and music love that spot janie may and jess and i'll be heading there while charlie's working <laughs> that's the plan for today uh blues won four zip last night if you didn't stay up and watch dominating performance Jake Allen pitches a shutout. This is what Jake does. And here you go, Blues fans. The goalie scenario is this. And I'm not making this up. I'm not trying to be stupid, hot take radio guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Over the next month, Jake will continue to play well. Jordan Bennington will come back to earth a little bit. You're going to get to the playoffs, and it's going to be, well... Who should we go with? That's my prediction as to what will happen. I hope it doesn't. I hope Bennington gets back to being the best goalie in the league, leading the league in all those departments. But I'm just saying, having covered this team for years, you can just see the door opening enough for Jake. You'll get to the playoffs like they are every year. Who's the guy? Well, we'll start with so-and-so and see how it goes. That's my prediction as to what will take place. Martin, I hate to say, I don't even think that's a hot take. I think almost every Blues fan would agree with that. I think it's a little early to go there with Jake. Jake Allen, look up his numbers in the month of March, and you can say that doesn't mean anything, but over the course of his career, Jake has had bad Januaries a couple years in a row where things just went off the rails. He is really, really good in the month of March. I can't tell you why, but also there is going to be some regression for Jordan Bennington. I'm not saying he's going to fall off the map, but I 100% agree with that. Statement, and also when Craig Ruby last night was asked about who will play on Saturday, just the way Jake looked last night, I would be fine with him getting that start. And I'm not saying he's the number one goalie, and I'm not saying he's taking over for Bennington, but I would be okay. Sometimes, too, this is this is Bennington's first 
trek through the NHL for half a season here, and it's mentally grinding, it's it's grueling physically, and sometimes it can be okay to take a day off or two. So I'm fine with Jake getting that game. Yeah, I think Jake plays tomorrow. It's you got to do it. He's coming off a shutout, and it doesn't mean that Bennington isn't still your main guy. I just have a feeling, and I don't know it for a fact, and that's not a hot take, but I just see this happening where Jake reestablishes it. I mean, he reestablishes confidence and all of a sudden plays better. Bennington comes back to earth a little bit, which is a reasonable thought. And yet, what does it do for the fan base? Leaves them in that same tortured spot, Chuck, which is we're going into the playoffs and we're not quite sure who to go with. But it's not tortured if you get to the uh, postseason and you play well. You know what I'm saying? Jordan Bennington, we love what we see. Small sample size. I don't think it's fair to say, okay, he has the best goals against and save percentage in 25, 30-odd games, whatever it is. He's, he's the best goalie on the planet. I don't think that's fair right now. I think you can also be figured out in the NHL. Jake Allen, we've seen this before. He has a high ceiling, but he has a low floor. There's a lot of peaks and valleys. When Jake's on, he's really on. When he's off, he's really off. So having two guys that you have a pretty good semblance of confidence in, not a bad thing. Uh, that top line, Tarasenko, O'Reilly, Shen, active in that four-zip win over the Kings. That's what you should do. Like I, I think I said on the show yesterday, uh, no two shows ever the same. I think I said yesterday that the Blues would destroy the Kings. Didn't I? I think it was right around this time, in fact. Hold on a second. Do we have audio? Oh, we can't find can't the audio. Find this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And this is why I am a hockey guy. You make fun of me. Before <laughs> the show, now I never offer any type of insight or help with show planning Correct. whatsoever. No, you do not. And Correct. you two have a nasty habit of asking for audio during Frank's show as opposed to before Frank's show and have a lot more time to get it. But listen, I was right there at Gold's Gym. <laughs> little housekeeping there. Wow, behind the curtain with a middle finger it's, it's from true. behind the curtain. It's listen, 100% true. Listen, I was right there at Gold's Gym on the uh, exercise bike getting a nice pre-workout in. By the way, the you, look little, you look a little sweaty. Well, I was on the bike for a good 30 minutes. So, yeah. not sure. I, would hope, I would hope I sweat a little bit. Uh, Andy Van Slyke, by the way, in the gym. The dude is just yoked. Yes. Seriously. I mean, Andy Van Slyke could beat up almost anyone in St. Louis. The dude is jacked. How old is he? 58-ish. unbelievable. 57, 58. Unbelievable how in shape Why do you think he wants to beat everybody up? Wow, 58 exactly. Well, I'm saying physically the dude looks like a bodybuilder. This is a compliment. Andy, would you like to beat some people up? Text how about in. how about Martin? Eight five five two eight two. But my point is, that's when I, I, I thought of some people up. That's when I thought of. Why don't we pull the audio from yesterday? Because I believe is I said weird? the Blues will actually blow out the L.A. Kings. To be fair, I thought you were kidding. But uh, why would I kid about I, that? I, I no, I thought you were kidding about wanting the audio. Yes. Oh no! If I say I something accurate, kidding. I definitely want it played over <laughs> and over again And an endless loop. Four zip, baby. Uh, Blues have now taken the first two of a three-game road trip. They are in San Jose before coming back next week. Way to go, Blues. I think you bring up an interesting topic on accident. I believe everybody in their head has at least one person they wouldn't mind punching. Correct? Oh, oh, 150%. Right? And does right? it change? Like, in your head, you almost have regular rankings, oh, right? Oh, like, like a top five. Absolutely. Yeah. So, five. I think it would be fun, too. Okay, ten. You were I thinking, think you was, hold on, Hoff thought five was too I thought many. five was a lot. He thought five was a lot, <laughs> called you on it, and you said, okay, I'm sorry, ten. I like how you guys don't understand humor. 
<laughs> if I say something to be sarcastic, it's always taken literally. Yeah, but, but sometimes ahead. you say something serious, and then we take it sarcastically, and then we're told we're doing the wrong thing. Hold oh, that audio. Can, hold, on, can, hold on. Can you clip the audio of Charlie one minute ago saying, okay, 10, and I would like to do a little audio forensics and see if he was That's actually wait also, I would like to put down a little personal bet that $5 that Jess has made that exact same comment before. About not about knowing, not if knowing I'm whether or not you're being serious oh, or sarcastic because you're always sarcastic. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. definitely. If you're sarcastic, I would a put lot. five dollars on that's been a, that's been a something said to you before. But my point is, if you're sarcastic around the same people, your family members, your wife, your parents, Daughter. your radio show host that you're with on a daily basis for hours a day should know you better. Just one hour. Sometimes we fill in for Frank. At a. Uh... <laughs> And that was that was serious, by the way. And then they let, you got the media chuckle, and you were being serious. I have an issue with this because I'm always sarcastic. And at a trivia night, I said, I want to say something real serious here, and people kind of laughed. And I was like, no, I'm actually being serious <laughs> about this topic. So you have to very clearly preface everything when you're somebody like, you know. Kind of kills the buildup. Goofball like Chuck, you know, slightly sarcastic like Martin. You have to clarify before making those comments. Who is also, more serious, you or Charlie? Who is perceived as a more serious person? I think I'm more serious than Chuck because mm -hmm. I think I get more uptight than Charlie. You're more laid back than I am. What's to be uptight about in the but, world of just sports, the question, TV, man. and radio? Why would you ever When your colleague uptight? is this guy, it tends to lead to a little more anxiety. <laughs> we'll that's, figure it that's out. Total, we'll figure totally it out. It'll get done. No, nope. Totally false. At this same It'll trivia night... Uh, I looked down at the sheet and it had like a script and then there's like an auctioneer coming up and then there's like in parentheses, it says at this point, find Martin. What? That's what it said on the script for the, the, uh, emceeing duties at this point, find Martin. I'm, am I known for wandering? What am I? Stockdale? Drinking? Like, am I, like, the, like over at they, the bar wandering like, around? Did they have concerns? There were snacks there, right? Oh yeah. Picking off people's dips and whatnot. Do you think they had concerns that I might yes. actually, and they should have, that I actually might leave? Or that I would just be in the restroom. It said, at this point, look for Martin. Find Martin. I'm like, what is that? Mean? Well, you do do a lot of trivia nights, right? Correct. Some of these trivia nights go long. We're talking three, three and a half hours. If you've done them before and the people overseeing the trivia night, they realize that about two, two and a half hours in, you maybe have had five to seven libations. No. Okay. Six to eight? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went the other. Oh, you were being sarcastic. Oh, wait a second. Hold oh, on you a were second. kidding. By going with a higher number. Thank you. 10-2 Loyola early. So they're currently covering if you were to bet that they would win by seven or more? Valpo played a basketball game 16 hours ago. They're now playing the number one seed, the best team, the most talent, the team that went to the Final Four last year, arrested Loyola team on 16 hours of rest. Think about that. What was the for those who wouldn't know otherwise? What's the spread? If you had to guess, what is the spread on that game? Well, it was Loyola minus seven and a half. Oh, boy, that's easy. Bradley's money. getting. I got to say that's easy money. Two points. Uh, other bit of housekeeping. Rock, I am told by sources that you are going to be an MC tonight. Oh, this weekend. I'm sorry, Saturday night at St. Gabe's. Uh, St. Gabe's over there, South City. It's the CAGT trivia night. And CAGT, Brian McKenna volunteers there. It's a high school uh, for developmentally disabled students. And with Brian having some issues with his eye, he said Rock has agreed to step in and be the MC, which means that Matt Rocchio's star is rising. This is going on tomorrow night 
I'm trying to see if there's a phone number. Okay, there's one. 481-4095 if you'd like to be a part of it. 481-4095. Saturday night, fourth annual Ooh. trivia night for CAGT with Matt Rocchio as the trivia Can't MC. Can't picture Rock? Uh... Yes. <laughs> Like, being you know, like, angry if people are getting answers This wrong. reminds me of Luka Doncic no. and his game last night. His efficiency was off the charts. He had 20 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, unbelievable pass. No offense, Rock, but you do like to spout knowledge every now and again. Okay, so I can... name this third world uh, South American dictator who the U.S. is back Always on. Pinochet. And it'll be like, always, <laughs> always Pinochet. Yep. He's so right. You have, you have yes. one bailiwick. It it's always Pinochet. It's always Pinochet. Correct. Bring up somebody has, else. I like no. to think of it as he has one switch that he likes to beat me with. No, that is my yeah. thing. How about Noriega? Yeah, a little bit. No, that is my thing. Pinochet, that's part of the joke. Thanks. Thanks for paying How about attention. Wait, were you being I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Does the man with his own segment where he spouts knowledge you really going to call me out on that one? No, I correct people, okay. and I just oh! bring up fun stuff at the end ah, of the show. Much I different. <laughs> yes. Correct people. They need much to be higher corrected up. sometimes. <laughs> I can just picture you getting angry. But yeah, come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun. I get to <laughs> empty on my alma mater, which is kind of cool, and it's going to be a great event. And, and then, I'm not going to be mean. Don't worry. And... <laughs> I'm going to be happy, and it's just going to be a great little time. And then McKenna said, let's see, I will sit next to Rock, and then it says, into rink beer. Do you think that means I'll be drinking beer? I guess. Probably. I would hope so. Trivia nights are fun, man. I'll be drinking uh, beer and telling inappropriate jokes. And Brian McKenna has probably pointed out, I'm a little concerned that Rock here will analyze every single answer. This I'm answer is not even correct. I'm telling you. Well, actually, before the UN was established and we had the treaty, there was before the, all of this, I thought there was going to be a moment where we'd be like, can't you, can't you guys just see Rock being a great trivia night MC? And then it, it, it turned it, into it mockery. Broke, it broke Sorry. so bad so fast. Sorry. I thought that was going to be a compliment. And just, known better. It was nowhere close. I actually would like to go to see Rock. You'll do a great job. And it's for a good cause. C-A-G-T, uh, fourth annual trivia night. Again, that phone number, if you want to be part of it, just yell out Pinochet. If anybody does it, let me know. I'll buy them uh, lunch at some now, point. Now, hold on. If you're when you introduce yourself, When you introduce yourself, like five nine of the fans, Matt Rocchio, the midday grinds, Matt Rocchio, the hard lines, Matt Rocchio. How are you going to do it? It's going to be five nineties, Matt Rocchio. Okay, I'm a team. I'm a team player. Okay, we clipped off Frank years ago. It was a Mizzou press conference. Oh, I think they God. were facing some scandal of some sort. And they passed the microphone around. Probably Frank Haith. I was there for that. <laughs> they passed the microphone around. And he, hi, Frank Husamano, News Channel 5. And we're like, hey, what about the press box? Support the sponsors. Find out in the fan. I believe might have been Frank Haith. Uh, what about Kirkwood Pizzeria? Chuck, I lost track here. I think it's you all want good. me to do this shout out here? You want me to wait? Oh, he didn't. Uh, you can do it now. It's fine. We'll the guy didn't answer yet. his phone. All right, so we're fine. Kirkwood Pizzeria. Kirkwood Pizzeria. Is fantastic. fantastic. This past weekend on Saturday, watching the baby by myself, I said, let's call up Kirkwood Pizzeria, get a nice spread. I got the meat lover's pizza. I got the, the beautiful house salad full of meat and cheese. They have great toasted ravs as well. I always get the wings. Kirkwood Pizzeria, 471 North Kirkwood Road. Give them a call, 314-822-3488. Pizza dough made fresh every day. That wing sauce for the chicken wings also made fresh in-house daily. The pizzas are great. Toasted wraps, as I said, and that house salad I get every single time. It's Kirkwood Pizzeria, 471 North Kirkwood Road. Give them a call, 822-3488, Matten. And they deliver, correct? They deliver. To a, a, an area that has to be kind of close. Okay, but so it's, this, it's a great deal. This No, I'm saluting them and pointing out that this station is probably a mile and a half, maybe that, from Kirkwood Pizzeria. We've so. we've had their pizza here before. We'd like to have and it we'll again. have it again. How about for uh, for March Madness? It's been promised. How about time. Arch Madness? 
Ooh. But that's right now. Yeah, that's what I'm that, saying. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was what not being saying. sarcastic. I was being quite serious, actually. I'll yeah. give him a call. You don't have to. I'm just joking. It's no, fine. I won't. Uh, also, our schnooks. I just High School Athlete of the Week. Let's give a shout-out to Vanessa Polk. She's a freshman basketball player at John Burroughs, a 6'2 freshman. How about the double-double she put up? 15 points, 14 rebounds, and a win over MICDS, 30-28. John Burroughs, a winner in that game. It was their first win over MICDS in 11 years. Vanessa finished fourth in the area at rebounds per game, a freshman at John Burroughs. Vanessa Polk, she is the Schnooks High School Athlete of the Week. You get to vote on that online at 590thefan.com. Charlie online last night about the Antonio Brown. Is it a saga? I believe it's a saga That's at this fair. point. Uh, he's sick of the Steelers. The Steelers are sick of him. They've worked out a trade with the Buffalo Bills. You asked the proper question, which was how long until he says, I ain't going to Buffalo, find a new trade partner. And I said before you could even hit the send button, it would take place. Do you think he will ever play a game for those Buffalo Bills? Oh, no chance with the Bills. You wonder if there's going to be no other trade partners and he ends up back with the Steelers. Look, this happens, and you can complain about it and say, oh, they should just go play somewhere. Rob Gronkowski did the exact same thing. If you remember, there was supposed to be a trade in place sending him to his former Patriots coach there, Matt yeah. Patricia, to go to the Detroit Lions, and I forgot Gronk that. said, I will retire. And there's the power right there. He said, I don't want to leave the Patriots. I don't want to leave Tom Brady. So Antonio Brown, would he really retire? Probably not, but it's the leverage that allows him to get out of going to a place like Buffalo where clearly he doesn't want to go. So you think there's a 0% chance? I would say 0% chance because he can say, look, I'm not going to play for you. The Bills then will pull out of that deal, which I believe they have. Yes. Isn't it amazing? Buffalo, smaller town in the NFL, cold, northern outpost. Oh, I don't want to go there. Green Bay calls. Oh, yeah. Packers. Small town, cold as hell. Tradition, obviously different. Buffalo's not a bad tradition there. If I'm Buffalo, I'd be like, the hell's Green Bay got? the Snows all year? Yeah. Small little town, not a whole lot to do. Yep, got that too. Yet Green Bay, like, ooh, I'm going to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, big reason why. But it's the history and the mystique that they can sell. But it's going to be just as freaking cold in Green Bay as it is in Buffalo. But go back 25 years. If Jim Kelly's the quarterback of the Bills, don't you think Antonio Brown, if he was that type of player back then, he's fine with going to a team that's always going to the Super Bowl? You have Aaron Rodgers. Why do you who, hate Josh Allen? You, I'll tell you why in one I second. had to look up who it was. <laughs> He's going to tell you why. That's what I was about to say. Hey, they got one of those Joshes from uh, last year's draft, right? Which one do they got, the Allen or the Rosen? They have the Allen. And Aaron Rodgers, arguably one of the most talented quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. I'm not saying he's the GOAT, doesn't have all the Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers will make any receiver better. Antonio Brown is already a superstar. Josh Allen is a running quarterback, and you're playing in Buffalo. So if you're Antonio Brown, to me, that's not even a question. I would go to Green Bay in a heartbeat. Where does Le'Veon Bell end up? So you could be the Steelers. Big Ben will be back for his 30th year, and those two dudes could both be gone. I'll, take, I'll Bell, take the under on the Steelers next year. Le'Veon Bell feels like it feels like a move the Jets would make, See, I'm the trying, Dolphins. I'm trying to think from the Steelers' perspective, because you hate these two guys now and you want them to be miserable. So that's why you call Buffalo for Antonio Brown. Like If you're not happy here, try to be happy there. Would Tampa 
or something like that makes sense for Le'Veon Bell. Just just send him away to a team where he won't be happy where he'll be. But he's basically a free agent now, correct? Le'Veon Bell, Rocky, you would know this better. I believe he can go anywhere he wants on him. He going... because they didn't put that yeah, he pretty much, tag on. Yeah, he can pretty much go wherever he oh, wants. Oh, okay, never mind. Um, Oakland, I think, is really likely. Everyone's talking about that one. Apparently, Gruden's going try to try to swing a couple big moves like that. Uh, Tim Bay, I mean, if I'm Le'Veon Bell, they're going to give you the ball a lot, so you're gonna, and you're going to be able to live in Florida without any sales tax. Hmm. I would say if I'm Le'Veon Bell, he's 100% going for the biggest amount of money he can get, especially after getting nothing last year. And if you look at the way a lot of good teams in the NFL value the running back position, I don't think a lot of these smart, well-run teams are going... No, let's be real. Le'Veon's got to go to a dumb team to get paid. Okay, first of all... Hey, Le'Veon, we'll get back to you. We're trying to find a dumb trading partner. That's not that that rare of a take to have. That's 100% true. It's funny. We talk about that all the time. Listen, you have teams that won't draft a running back in the first round no matter what. So you think they're going to pay a... How old is he, 26? Um, Charlie. A 26-year-old, whatever age he is, running back, who is... Got hit how many times? This guy has more touches than any running back in the league. Smart teams are not going to pay a huge amount, a huge signing bonus for Le'Veon Bell. They feel like they can draft somebody in the second or third round that will be close to his production. I think I want some answers on who you really want to punch. No, not you. I mean, I think people listening. I think this would be fun. It's Friday. You know what we need to do? We're so serious all week, Chuck. We need to kind of, at the end of the week, before the end of the day, have a little fun. Let's get back to that. Don't, Don't we always have fun? Like, if you're a Steelers fan, who would you rather punch, Brown or Le'Veon? Probably, That's a great question. Probably Antonio Brown. Yeah. And we don't advocate violence unless we have a lawyer sponsor with personal injury. But I you think don't it's have Le'Veon Bell, actually. So we're talking about a guy who he, so his last season he had 400 touch, he was a total touches. Domino and all of this, is that why? And he hasn't played in a year. So you have no idea exactly what kind of shape he's going to be fresh. in. Fresh, or he's not in football fresh. shape, or he's gonna, and he's going to tear a he's going to tear a hammy like Steven he's Jackson. Fresh. Keep it fresh. Eight five five two eight two eighty two fifty five. We won't attach Triad Bank to the who you want to punch. Okay, so, should we pause? Like three yes, seconds. Pause. 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 Triad Bank brings you take it to the bank, which is very different when you text in your thoughts from who you'd like to punch. That's different. Triad Bank is a uh, great business that was started in two thousand and five. Jim Regna and his team. Decided to bring their bank to St. Louis because they're from here and they're the decision makers. So if you're a business owner looking to expand, stop by and see them. They are located. It's Frontenac, Missouri. It's not Frontenac, Illinois. We clarified that. It's on Clayton Road, just west of Lindbergh. Triadbanking.com is where you can find them on the web for all your banking needs. Stop by the friendly confines that is Triad Bank. We'll come back, Chuck. A lot to get to. Unresolved matters. Oh, that's told. right. Every day at 1233, we take a break, and when we come back, it's unresolved <laughs> matters. Who else lives in town that we're not aware of? We'll it's funny you, you say ooh, that. Ooh, tell us. How about this? It's not really a tease because I'm telling you before the break, but uh, now, of course, the text line is uh, buffering here. And uh, this is a good example of is it true or is it sarcasm? Carlos Danger says Chris Sabo has a place outside of Portage de Sioux. Huh. Who knew? I have a feeling gonna, that's okay, probably uh, I'm a joke. Say false. Sarcasm. I would say 100. percent Did it have a little wink attached to that? I think anytime you bring up Chris Sabo, it's he's joke. one of those weird Spuds McKenzie. The great glasses, the Rex specs. There, good player though. University uh, of Michigan. One of my favorite, where it ends with, "Are you serious? Or are you messing with somebody?" Eric Davis. It was a young Tim McKernan, and we were in that Cardinals locker room, the old Bush Stadium, 
and we're all looking for some sound post game. And Eric Davis is sitting in the couch or the leg, you know, leather chair. That's clearly like he ain't moving, he ain't talking. And I observed, and I'm sure Tim remembers every detail of his career. I guarantee he remembers this. And he walks over and says something about it. Hey, uh, Eric, you got a second? You know, and Eric Davis turns around like, what you want to talk to me for, man? I do nothing in this game. It was I over four, two strike. Get out of here, dude. I ain't talking to nobody today. And Eric Davis is kind of a funny guy with a lot of personality. And I saw Tim just kind of turned. And Eric Davis, I just was standing there. I wasn't friends with him or anything. He looked over at me and gave me a giant wink. Like, like, <laughs> Did he do the interview? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> but he was still just kidding around. He actually used some colorful language. It was very funny. And I think he knew Tim was a younger guy and he was just going to mess with him. But hold on. If he was truly kidding around... He would have went back to Tim and said, dude, I'm joking. Well, correct. Let's do the interview. Maybe Sounds it, like there was a kernel of seriousness. He probably just didn't want to do the yeah, interview. Yeah, but he, he winked. He just didn't want to do the interview. He winked. Do they ever really want to do the interview? Well, do you think players do. want to uh, ever do the interview? So, they have a really good game, yes. But when they – okay. After Yachty posts on Instagram the next day, he's usually waiting his locker. Those are the – he'll say, let's do this. But my point is, even if they had a good game, if the option was to go in the clubhouse, shower, immediately go home – or go in the clubhouse, wait around for 25 minutes for the media, and do an interview. I promise you, every single player would rather go Yeah, home. but they get to answer such fun questions like, what happened there in the sixth inning? And what were you thinking when you gave up that goal? Uh, I don't remember the sixth inning. Remind me. <laughs> Did you watch the game? Uh, not really. I watched the first two <laughs> innings. To be honest with you, I really. had to put my baby down to bed. <laughs> I drove to the stadium. Well, what happened was, in my photographer, I had to switch cars out, and then our live view broke, and... No, I didn't see that inning. That's what I thought. All right, quick break. We're coming back, Chuck. Unresolved matters on Ooh. the other side of this year. Break, maybe a little Kirkwood Pizzeria. You never know. It's 590 The Fan. And the team is the best in the land. Cannons are firing. Footballs are flying. Stand up and give them a hand. The Buffalo Bills. 